0: Hi, I'm Phil Paley, and I play Chaka on Land of the Lost, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond.
1: On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now... Here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. It is time once again for another episode of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 370 of On Screen and Beyond, the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, we have Chaka from Land of the Lost, the guy who played it was Philip Paley, and he's going to be here to talk about that show. He's also going to be at Galacticon 4 in Seattle, Washington on July 31st through August 2nd. They have a great lineup that's going to be there. And uh, for many shows, including Battlestar Galactica and the original and the recent one, and Lost in Space, Land of the Lost, Farscape, and many other shows. So be sure to check that out if you're in that area. You want to see those people because there's a lot of fascinating guests that's going to be there. And we've got Philip Paley joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. He was Chuck. Remember him? He was the, the, the little half-ape, half, half-human character that was on the show. He's got some interesting stuff to tell us. So that's coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And, what do you say? Let's get into it. It's time for Remake Madness, right here.
0: Please up and try
1: again. Remake Madness, well, the new remake of Spider-Man will have actor Tom Holland to play the lead role, and the new Spider-Man movie arrives on July 28, 2017, but Tom's actual first appearance as Spidey will be in Captain America Civil War, which comes our way on May 6, 2016. And Vin Diesel is set to play the lead role in the film remake of TV's Kojak. And Phil Gawthorn, who wrote for EastEnders, will be writing the script for that one. And that's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies? Upcoming new movies, well, an adventure movie about Charles Darwin is in the works, and the movie is scripted by the writer of Traffic and Syriana. Now, that's a a fictional movie, of course, and it's going to sort of put Charles Darwin in, like, Indiana Jones situations, so we'll see what happens with that one. And Bruce Willis will return to comedy in an untitled film in which he plays a private eye, and you can look for that in 2016. And a biopic about Groucho Marx is in the works, and it will be directed by Rob Zombie. That's an interesting choice for that. And that's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as sequels down at Sequel City on On Screen and Beyond.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Sequel City, well, as far as sequels, it looks like rumors are circulating that Ben Affleck, The new Batman, of course, will be directing the new Batman solo movie set for 2018-2019 release. Affleck will also play Batman in Suicide Squad. So keep an eye out for those. And Independence Day Resurgence is the official name of the Independence Day sequel. It will arrive on June 24th, 2016. And a sequel to The Bourne Legacy with Jeremy Renner is in the works in addition to matt damon revising his born role so they're going to keep things moving there with sequels and spin-offs and everything else that's it for sequel city coming up next on on screen and beyond it's time to find out what's coming your way as far as tv on dvd TV on DVD, August 4th. You can look for Showtime's The Affair, Season 1, to arrive on DVD. Also on August 4th, I Love Lucy, the ultimate Season 2 Blu-ray, comes our way. And it's, of course, on Blu-ray with 31 episodes. And on September 1st, the History Channel's Texas Rising with Bill Paxton, Brandon Frazier, and Ray Liotta will be hitting stores on Blu-ray, Digital HD, and on DVD. And that's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, let's take a peek at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD. (laughs) Movies on DVD on September 15th. Furious 7 races into stores on Blu-ray and DVD. And True Story with Jonah Hill and James Franco arrives on DVD and Blu-ray on August 4th. And the estimated release of TED 2 to come to Blu-ray and DVD, right now it's looking like it's going to be October. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen Be Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. <laughs> TV and Entertainment Time. Well, we have some actual sad news here for uh, our updates on TV and Entertainment Time. TV's dad from 8 is Enough, Dick Van Patten, passed away last week. And to remember his versatile acting skills that he had, you can listen to our past interview with Dick Van Patten. In our rerun section of OnScreenAndBeyond.com and and you can check that out and find where he is. I think it's episode 100, so be sure to check that out. He was a great man and had a great interview with him, a nice chat. And Titanic composer James Horner also passed away last week in a plane crash. So our thoughts are going out to their families. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Coming up next on Onscreen and Beyond, it's Celebrity Birthdays. <laughs>
0: We baked you a birthday cake. If you get it to me, ache, and you moan and groan
1: and woe, don't forget we told you so. Happy
0: birthday! Happy
1: birthday! <laughs> Celebrity birthdays. It looks like on July 1st, Pamela Anderson turns 48 years old, and Deborah Harry, blondie, she turns 70. And on July 2nd, Lindsay Lohan turns 29, and... Larry David, he turns 68. On July 3rd, Tom Cruise turns 53. And on July 4th, Gina Lola Brigida turns 88 years old. And Eva Marie Saint turns 91. And that's it for celebrity birthdays. As far as listener birthdays, well, Connor R. of Washington, D.C. turns 46 on July 3rd. So happy birthday to all of you. And if you have a birthday coming up or a friend or a relative and want to celebrate it here at On Screen and Beyond, send it to me at feedback at com, and we will get it on so everybody can hear and know that you're having a birthday. And you can give me as much or a little information as you want. A lot of people send in and they will say, you know, my age, don't worry about it. It's not your business. So, but whatever you want to do, send it to me at feedback at com. We'd... Uh, Appreciate telling everybody about your birthday. And that's it for Celebrity and Listener Birthdays. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we have a fascinating guest coming your way. If you were a child growing up in the 70s, most likely Saturday mornings was a big time for you. You were watching uh, Saturday morning cartoons. And they also had Sid and Marty Croft, who came up with some really bizarre shows. (laughs) And one of those shows was Land of the Lost. And one of the characters on that show was Chaka. Now, he was a half human, half ape type creature, the, the missing link type thing. And he was on the show. Uh, and uh, also, uh, there was uh, Wesley Ur was on the show. And we had him as a guest here at On Screen and Beyond a while back. And you can listen to that interview by going to On Screen Go to our rerun section, and you can hear that a great interview with him. He was a, a great guest. And uh, this time, though, Chaka's here. It's Philip Paley. He's going to be joining us here right now on On Screen and Beyond. Joining me today in On Screen and Beyond is an actor who many of you will remember from the 70s cult classic TV show, Land of the Lost. On July 31st through August 2nd, he will be at Galacticon 4 in Seattle, Washington. It's Philip Paley. Philip, welcome to On Screen and Beyond.
0: Oh, hi. Thanks for inviting me.
1: You know, Philip, Land of the Lost was one of those shows that it it, it just, it seemed to have grown a... An image of its own, or whatever. <laughs> well, it
0: is a cult classic, and uh, I think you know a lot of people grew up with it from when they were, you know, very young. So, um, and now those people are sharing it with their kids. So, it uh, it's a show that's like continuing to draw attention and you know fans, which is kind of kind of great
1: actually. Mm-hmm. Now you you're going to be at Galactic on 4. Have you been to many of these conventions like that?
0: I have done a few of these uh, conventions in the last uh few years. Um as it was our 40 uh, year anniversary last year. Mm-hmm. Um Kathy Wesley and I who um Kathy Coleman who played uh, She played Holly on the show, and then uh, Wesley Ure played uh, her brother, uh, Will, on the show, and then, of course, I played Chaka, so we're like the original three um, members of the cast uh, without the dad, uh, and so we've been doing these shows um, for the last few years together, and it's been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, so all three of you will be at Galacticon 4?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Oh, great. Yeah, we're really excited about this show. Yeah. Kathy has Kathy has been there before, and uh, Kathy had great things to say about the show, and was was really excited when we got invited, and so now I'm really excited. Yeah, because,
1: you know, I've heard really good things. Yeah, quite a few years ago, uh, Wesley was on the show, uh, this show right here, and uh, he was a great guest. He, he had a lot of it was a lot of fun to talk to him and find out uh, a lot of the things behind the scenes and everything. It was it was, uh-huh. it was neat.
0: Yeah, he's he's
1: very energetic and. Uh,
0: really knows a lot of in-depth history about the show, you know, stuff I never knew about. Um, so it's always, uh, you know, fun to hear him talk about it. Yeah. Well, how old were
1: you when you were doing that?
0: Um, I was 10 years old Wow. when, uh, for the first season. And, uh, then we did, there's, uh, there were two, there were three seasons altogether and, um, so I finished uh, the show, the last season, season three, I was, I think, 13. So 10 to 13 were the years I played mm-hmm. Shaka.
1: Yeah. Now, were you into acting before this, or was this the first thing you were on?
0: I um, I was in, into acting from a very early age. Um, I did commercials. I was a Gerber baby. Really? I was 16 <laughs> months old. Um, yeah, my... My mom actually met an agent uh, when I was, you know, when she was rolling me around in a stroller, and you know, the agent wanted to um, send me out on commercial uh, auditions, and so I went out and I did a bunch of commercials from a young age. Um, and then, um, what got me into uh, acting uh, around the age of ten was at age nine I became the youngest black belt in U.S. history. And I was on the Tonight Show, I flipped Johnny Carson. <laughs> um I was on the Tonight Show with uh, Chuck Norris and um who was my teacher and we did a you know uh I did some karate with um uh Johnny Carson and uh also I was on the Flip Wilson show and so I did a bunch, I, uh, when I became the youngest black belt, I, I got a lot of publicity from that. And so again, it, it drew the attention of uh, an agent who wanted to send me out. And the first interview I went out for, uh, after she took me on was for land of the lost. And, uh, I went in and, um, I interviewed, uh, with like, it was Sid, Marty, I think, um, a director, a few, a few of the writers. It was like a whole panel and some NBC executives. I mean, i you know, it was, it was like I was, uh, you know, doing a black belt test <laughs> Yeah, and I did some, um, you know, karate for them and which they really liked because the, the part is very obviously very physical. And, um, they saw that my ability to do martial arts, uh, played really well, um, into the, uh, physicality of, of the character. And so I think that's pretty much what sealed
1: the deal mm-hmm. Yeah, Mm-hmm. and got me the part. Huh. Now, did Johnny know that you were going to flip him? Uh, we, we did,
0: uh, some rehearsals, uh, but not, not very much. So we kind of went over some of the routine that we, we, um, came up with. So yeah, it was, uh, somewhat,
1: uh, worked on. Oh, okay. All right. And, and, and mm-hmm. you're your instructor was Chuck Norris. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that must have been <laughs> quite a thrill.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, I started karate when I was four years old, um, in 1968, and so Chuck at the time had um, had a bunch of karate studios across um, Southern California, and uh, I, uh, you know, I was lucky enough to start uh, right at the genesis of all that, uh, and got to work with all the best teachers and,
1: you know, it was, mm. it was an
0: amazing experience. Yeah. And, and when
1: I say a thrill, I mean, at that time he wasn't the actor that we all know him as now, but he was quite a, uh, uh, karate person.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, he was, you know, a seasoned martial artist, um, you know, and pretty much top of his game, you know, um, as far as you know um the martial artists that were competing uh you know in in the United States at that time
1: right yeah
0: and so uh yeah it was um, it was a lot of fun to go to the tournaments and you know watch him compete and actually fight you know mm-hmm. um, and his uh appearance on the tonight show with me was was a major uh, break for him because that that was his main segue into doing some of the acting that he really wanted to do, ah, I see. and so that helped uh, launch his career as well.
1: Huh? And uh, yeah, I mean he's you know he was he was big back then. You know, like you say, not in acting at that time, but he was a martial arts expert that everybody knew. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: You know, and mm-hmm. now and he worked with you know Bruce Lee and right.
1: Um, he worked with all the top
0: martial artist in the in the seventies
1: mm. land of the lost, how did it come about that you got the the role? did they call you or or you just went to an audition for that?
0: uh my agent, like I said, my agent sent me out on an audition um and I went in and had to meet everybody and um it was like a you know a panel of ten people mm-hmm. that, uh, on the first audition and Uh, as I walked in uh, Billy Barty had just auditioned for the part and he was walking out so I got to meet him as I was walking in of course I I knew him and was a fan of his work Mm -hmm. so it was like it was like wow he's going out for this part (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to stand a chance because he's so awesome and um, I went in and and, uh, I did some karate forms, and we talked about the character and uh, and I you know Uh, I did some, uh, you know, character interpretation for them and they liked it. And, um, I ended up not getting you know, not having to go back on a callback. I I got the part pretty much from the first audition. Wow.
1: Now, did you you knew obviously that you were going to be wearing a lot of makeup?
0: Uh Uh-huh. hmm And, and... Yeah, they told me, you know, this is, you know, I'd be in costume.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, the, the character is, uh... Kind of a proto-human um you know kind of a lost link proto-human mm-hmm. uh character and that it, um chaka spoke uh you know his own language uh pakuni which was um a language uh that they had developed uh for the show by uh, a, a ucla linguist victoria fromkin hmm. and uh, yeah, and so, you know, I had to I, I kinda knew these were the things going in to doing the character and I was so excited
1: when I got the part. Yeah, I'm sure. It, and you know, it, it, we look back at it now and it's it's like, boy, what were what were Sid and Marty Croft smoking back then <laughs> with, with with HR Puff and good. stuff and the 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 I mean, they were, and... <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs>
0: I mean, they generated, there was a lot of creativity, uh, generated, uh,
1: from those two. Oh yeah. I mean, every, every Saturday morning. They
0: developed our really unmatched, you know, uh, for kids TV even today. Right. Um, it was kind of like a very, it was an epic era for, for, um, kids television. Yeah. They dominated um, it. They did. Yep. And, um they were like a powerhouse duo. Mm-hmm. You know, Sid was the creative part and Marty was the business end and together they got it done on yeah. a big scale. Yeah. So
1: but it was strange. You
0: know, <laughs> <laughs> it was strange but you know that's what was so wonderful. Right, it worked, and, yeah. You know, um so whatever they were doing, I, I mean I don't know what they were doing it was, just, you know <laughs> drug-induced
1: right creativity. sitting around having I'm a few sure beers probably was a
0: little <laughs> bit of that but who cares i mean it was wonderful what they came up with oh
1: yeah yeah Jeez. yeah so uh now how long were you actually in makeup every day to, to get in that the uh, that get up that you had
0: well in the beginning it was like a couple hours when we first started the show because they were you know um uh kind of they were kind of uh perfecting the uh you know the whole process um and so uh it took quite a while i remember getting in very early like at 5:30 or you know 5:15 in the morning so that i could be ready by you know 7:15 7:30 to start shooting and um eventually they got you know they got the process down it was a lot quicker and then it would end up taking about you know an hour you know an hour mm-hmm. and 20 minutes Was it hot to apply the makeup? It was layers of makeup, and they glued hair to my chin. um, And they, uh, you know, it was, you know, multiple layers of makeup. And then, you know, putting all the prosthetics on, making sure everything kind of blended together. um, And my hands and feet had makeup on them as well, so... Uh, yeah, it was it was a
1: you know pretty lengthy process. Mm-hmm. Was it hot wearing that? I hear were a lot of people who actually wear costumes or usually complain that you know they were extremely hot or uncomfortable. Well,
0: it was very hot. It was uh, you know made out of human hair. Uh, the the suit was actually uh, rented from uh, Universal Studios, and they had. It may have been a suit used for uh, the Planet of the Apes or some other uh, oh. show, because mm-hmm. they had a whole bunch of these. I remember on a rack, and so they picked the one that uh, fit me. It wasn't the the suit wasn't made for me. It, it had, you know it it had already existed mm-hmm. um, at Universal Studios, and so we went and we we fit into a bunch of these. Um, uh, suits and uh, basically were human hair that were uh, individually, um, I guess, you know, tied into kind of a nylon material, like a, almost like a pantyhose type nylon. Mm-hmm. So the inside of it was had a bunch of, you know, knots. And so it was kind of itchy. And it, because it was hair, I mean, you're wearing, you know, thick tufts of hair on your body under, you know, the set was you know, usually about 100 degrees, at least 90 to 100 degrees under the light. So it was really hot. I used to get very sweaty uh, in the prosthetics and the, you know. And how long did you have to wear it? All day. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, we take breaks and I would take off the headpiece. uh, But I wore I continue to wear the makeup and, um, you know stuff all day. You know, I used to actually my grandfather on breaks, sometimes I would get a break and I could take the suit off and but I'd had to keep my makeup on so we'd run to McDonald's and I would you know go into McDonald's <laughs> to get my like hamburger and French fries in my makeup. And uh It's <laughs> Hollywood
1: everybody looks like that. <laughs> probably a sight to see. Yeah. <laughs> jeez yeah. Yeah. so now um w- wearing that the costume I mean, you're one of those actors who everybody knows but they have no idea what you look like
0: <laughs> yeah i mean there's something beautiful about that in, in a lot of ways because um you know i don't get stopped on the street mm-hmm. you know, like, you can eat, you a, eat a meal <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, I have some anonymity, which is kind of a, a nice thing. Um, but, uh, you know, in the end, you also want to be credited for for the work that you do. And right. So there was all this speculation online, you know, all these different people that, uh, you know, people thought played Chaka, but, I mean, my name was listed on the show, so right. it's not that hard, if you were a fan of the show, to know who played the character, if you just watched the credits. Mm-hmm. So it kind of boggled my mind that there was all this speculation for you know all these different people and all these different people claim that they played the, the character and it was like well watch the show and read the credits right <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> you know it's
1: not that difficult <laughs> jeez
0: yeah but um, you know in so the end, I think you know most people know that I played it
1: yeah. at this point yeah you know. now you mentioned that it's it was a physical role did you ever get hurt doing any anything in there or, you know no. I never got hurt uh you know running around on the
0: stage and you know uh we did a lot of physical stuff and
1: um it was just it was just fun yeah you know? but your visibility was was pretty much strong. I mean you weren't like covered in your eyes so you couldn't see or, or see very well right No
0: it was uh, my face was had makeup on it right. um I had a prosthetic headpiece that covered my forehead and I had kind of a large forehead and um it was like a cap that I wore on my head, but that was you know made out of uh um, latex, so it didn't breathe very well, so that that was
1: also very hot. Hmm. Jeez. I just can't imagine you 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 know a ten year old running around with with all of that on it must have been just uh, but you must have been having fun too, I'm sure
0: I was having fun, but you know you also have to remember I was very disciplined. Mm-hmm. Uh, from a from a young age, because of my martial arts, so that's true. Yeah, you know, just because it was hot and uncomfortable didn't mean that I didn't do my job, show up, know my lines, hit my marks, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, and be professional. And uh, I think you know, mar- you know, being a black belt um, and doing martial arts for all those years really helped me stay disciplined. You know, even mm-hmm. when things yeah. were uncomfortable, and they were
1: uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Now I had read somewhere and I'm looking through my notes trying to find uh where it said that but did, did you actually appear in the show out of costume one time? Uh there was one time
0: that I did uh get to play um a character that did not have any makeup and it was basically me. Mhm. Um and that that one show was called uh one episode was called um The Musician. And that show was really interesting because, um, they used my sister, um, to play, uh, Chaka for the day. So she actually played the character and had to go through all the makeup and everything.
1: Really? Wow.
0: Chaka. Well, I got to play this other character because the two characters interacted Mm -hmm. and that's how, that's how they, uh, made it work. And, um, it was. It's one of my favorite episodes because, first of all, I know, like you know, my sister was not all that happy doing <laughs> doing the part for the day. She cried a lot, you know, and uh, but she did it. You know, she troopered through it, and uh, you know, it was kind of it's kind of um, an interesting uh, uh, you know point that not too many people know about.
1: Yeah. Now, when you watch that episode, or if you have watched that episode. Uh, it, do you say to yourself, "That's not me"? It's obviously not me. <laughs> or, or did she do a good job of of playing the character?
0: She did a really good job. I thought, mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, they had her do very simple things. She didn't have to speak lines or anything, right? Yeah, it was mostly physical physicality. Um, but uh, yeah, she did a great job.
1: Yeah. Now you you also appeared in a couple other shows over the years, uh, like uh, Apple's Way and Airwolf, correct? Yes, I did did a, a
0: few other uh small parts on TV shows. Um Airwolf, I I got a guest uh guest guest star appearance, so like I was throughout the whole episode, which was uh was very interesting uh to be on that show at that time.
1: Mhm. That was a big show
0: then. Um It was a big show and it had a big cast and big budget and you know, they had helicopters you know, flying around, and uh, so, yeah, that was, uh, you know, I got to work with Ernest Borgnine and um, uh, Jan Michael Vincent, wow. and uh, it was, there were a lot of setbacks on the set, because at the time, Jan Michael Vincent was, um, you know, dealing with uh, some alcoholism issues, right. so, like, yeah. you know, there'd be, like, where's Jan, you know, like, he's supposed to be here, and then there'd be delays, because, you know, he wasn't around or something, mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah, it was it was a pretty wild uh, um, episode to shoot, but uh, it was a lot of fun. Hmm. Yeah, I'm and sure everyone was, was great. He was, you know, he was great, and it was great to work with uh, Ernest Borgnine. You know, he was a very sweet man.
1: yeah. yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, Philip, I'd like to finish up with two final questions, and it's taking us away from your your acting on Land of the Lost and everything else. Uh, But when you sit down and relax now, what are your favorite TV shows now, and what were they of the past, your favorite shows? And what's your favorite movies now and of the past?
0: Okay, well, uh, I think um, my favorite TV shows as of late um, would be uh, Breaking Bad. Mm, Yep. Uh, I love that that show, um, and I love Mad Men. And I also love um, Game of Thrones. Yep. And I'd say those are my top three TV shows. And as far as movies, um, you know, I like a lot of the classics. Like I can't think of a movie that I've seen recently that I was so crazy about. Um, but I'm, I'm really picky when it comes to cinema. But I'm looking forward to the uh, um, new Quentin movie, uh, the Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. My friend um, Craig Stark uh, is has a part in that movie, and I'm really excited to see
1: see him work. Hmm. Yeah, that should be an interesting one. It, uh, his movies usually are. So.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: they're they're fantastic. So, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I'm excited about that movie.
1: Well, Philip, I want to make sure that everybody that's in the area or anybody who can travel to Seattle, Washington, on July 31st, August 2nd, be sure to check you out at Galacticon 4. I'm sure it'll be a good time, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Well, thanks
0: for uh, having me on the show, and it's, it's been a pleasure.
1: Such an interesting guy, Philip Paley. From Land of the Lost, he played the role of Chaka when he was just 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. So uh, it's a, a lot of great stories there. Love hearing those. And uh, you can meet Philip if you're going to Galacticon 4 at Seattle, Washington on July 31st through August 2nd. And like I said earlier, great lineup. They're going to be there. A lot of celebrities. And you can check him out and talk with them and uh, just have a great time there. So be sure to check that out. And let's see what else we have going on. We are, uh, like I said, uh, lining up people, and we've just got so many things. If you have a suggestion for me, though, send it to me at feedback at com. Also, tell a friend about On Screen and Beyond. That's how we get the word out, and we uh, want to have more people listening to On Screen and Beyond all the time and all over the world. And also, if you want to communicate with me and let me know where you're uh, listening from, Just send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I am the one who reads every single email that comes to me. So I appreciate it, Uh, hearing your stories or whatever you want to talk to me about. I appreciate it. Well, that's it. That's a wrap for this week. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zimrak. Take care.